All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. The Adsit cabin has suddenly been destroyed in the middle of the night. There is some sort of tunnel in the pilings that uh, goes out to the waterfront, uh, but you're trying to see if there's another way in so that you could potentially get around whatever ward zapped you last time. There is a man with shaggy hair and very dirty clothes and a peculiar look in his eye. She grew up in a not so great situation. Um, Her dad was involved with some shady stuff. She has some veils, some small magic stuff that she can do. She just doesn't know what that is yet. Snow squalls out of nowhere are surprisingly common during the winter on Lake Champlain. Monsters have log memories, because when you hunt monsters, occasionally uh, they remember that and don't take too kindly to it. There is a female voice in the back of the boat that just says, Hey, Albion, you want to go for a swim? engaged in combat right now or at least initiative is up and i have your initiative order unfortunately at the top of that order is a person well a fae that you're all too familiar with albin it's albion it's rowan the nixie oh god damn it rowan i did not have time for this right now so as you are as you are trying to say, Rowan, I don't have time for this, you feel her hand on your shoulder get very tight, and then a second hand on your other shoulder, and you are now in a might check, because she is spending her turn trying to do something. So roll a might check, please. All right, that is three pluses, so that's a plus three. Okay. I don't have an actual might score, though. Oh, so your total is just three. Yep. Okay. Um, good. Then, fortunately for you, she also rolled poorly. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, yeah, she actually rolled poorly enough that I can't really work with that. So, unfortunately, <clears throat> um, you can tell what her intent is. She is definitely trying to pull you into the freezing cold water. Yep, I I don't feel up for swimming right now. It's not the right season. And um, so you, it would be a little more strained because you do have somebody who has strength and is even stronger when she's swimming, actively trying to pull you out of a boat. All right, so, and it's my initiative now? Um, it is. It is your initiative. Actually, she's going to take a supplemental action, yep. so I'm going to need you 
to uh, make me an athletics check versus this. Alrighty, that is a five. Okay. So, ooh, that does not even beat her in this instance. Um, she actually has beaten you by two, and this is to this is a maneuver that she is attempting to do. Actually, she's only beaten you by one because it's a supplemental. Um, she is attempting to put a tag on you in which she is uh, she gets an arm around your neck and is attempting to choke you. So you would have an aspect on you of uh, choking. I'm thinking I'm going to tag an aspect to get out of that. Okay. All righty. What would you like to tag? Um, Odin, blessed stalker of shadows. Because and... I've invoked Odin earlier today, I am trusting in his protection, and I ha he has my back. Well, Odin's got a lot of people's backs, and bad stuff still happens to them. You're really not letting me get away with that one? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying I think that there's an even more obvious application of that that uh, makes sense, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, I'm a stalker of shadows. She's coming at me from the shadows. You've literally fought her before. Yes. Multiple times. Yeah. Yes. Is she the one that I so, kicked? Oh, should, can uh, I tag my trouble for my own benefit? Uh, see, yes, but I was also using that as a justification for your your other one. Oh, that my high concept. Uh, any, any of the ones that you just named all work with that justification, I think. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna... Like you, like you know, you know, kind of her game plan. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna tag my high concept then to get her to back the hell off. Okay, well, uh, you're able to not get choked by her, so you're you're able to move quickly enough that you are still locked in a physical struggle with her. Excuse me, but she is not actively choking you. All right, in that case, I am gonna roll my intimidate. Using my conviction, instead of an actual intimidate check, I'm going to draw Gugnir, just hold it up, and the silver fire is going to light up on it and light up my eye, and I'm just going to stare into her eyes. I do not have the time or the fucking patience to deal with you right now. I don't think this is a good idea, and you know what? I don't think it is for you either. So you're using marked by power, and does that gives you a was that a plus one on this check? I actually not sure how marked by power works. Let me check. Also, it's very hard to look her in the eyes right now because she came up behind you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Marked by power. Can I shout Albion? Lower your center of gravity. <laughs> All of my social skills. Uh, operate at a plus one bonus. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know what, Darius, I'm going to say that Sylvester, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have you on your turn roll to see if you can clearly make out what's going on. You are in the <laughs> middle of, uh, like a whiteout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking over my shoulder so she can just see the one eye that's on fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So roll me that intimidate with your plus one bonus. And you're also using the fate point for your um, to activate your conviction power. Is yeah. that correct? Okay. 
That is four pluses. Are you kidding? Do you want to come in and look, bud? No. I could send um, you a photo if you'd like. You know, that's fine. So <laughs> oh, goodness. Rest in mediocre. Oh, crap. <laughs> so what is your overall total there, my dude? Um, That's going to be nine because of the plus one from Marked by Power. Holy shit. Okay. She did. <laughs> no, actually. She's not dead because he's doing a social attack against no, no, her. No, no, I get it. She's dead yeah. socially. <laughs> <laughs> She'll never well, be able to show her face at the club again. Uh, she She's never going to dance again. The way she danced with Albion. Guilty feet. Told you you shouldn't have started banning with the werewolves. Um Yeah, it's a good call. Uh okay, so I have to mark down a couple of uh consequences on her so that she's not immediately taken out of the scene from that cool social attack that you just did. Oh, gosh. So, um, so Albion, you can tell that Rowan is no longer actively trying to strangle you, um, and that she is not, she's not like, she's, she still has her hands on you, but is not, uh, like, her, her grip is definitely not what it used to be. Like, you know that you put the fear of God. Odin specifically into her there and um yeah so she's not out of this particular encounter at the moment but uh it's definitely changed the dynamic considerably uh Desdemona or Roe who wants to go first I'll go okay so to get a clear picture of what's going on I'm gonna have you need to make an alertness roll against uh target two I just dropped one on the floor. That's a problem. Play it where it lies. Huzzah. Sorry. Happens. Alertness, you said? Yeah. Okay, uh, that's gonna be four. Okay, great. So not only can you make out the uh, shapes on the other side of the boat, but you can actually tell what's going on, too. You, you can see clearly enough through it that you you can see Albion has pulled out uh, Gugnir and is struggling with someone. And you can put together that it's Rowan because you also have had the misfortune of being around Albion when Rowan has tried to kill him. Uh, would you mind describing what Rowan looks like? I don't think we've painted a clear enough picture of what she looks like yet. You know what? That's fair. So... Uh, Rowan is a female humanoid. Uh, she's a race of fairy known as Nixies, and the, uh, she is just preternaturally beautiful with green hair, even. So, Ro, don't get jealous. <laughs> and, uh, so she... It, what, uh, what you guys know about Nixies from Albion is that they are notably vicious and they like to drown mortals for fun and uh three of you have interacted with this individual before because she 
uh, did jump you on a your investigation of the hags in the diner and all that. Uh, she jumped Albion when you were investigating a riverbed, and uh, you were able to get her to go away. So she, uh, Albion, you have a long history with her because she was part of the Wild Hunt, and you, as a young member of the Noctis Vigilia, were unfortunate enough to get swept up in the Wild Hunt, and she was hunting you, and you managed to evade her and escape, and she has never forgotten that and never let that down, because when you're part of the Wild Hunt, your prey is either is hunted until either you die or they do. So, um, you, you think that she was a changeling before she became just full Nixie because, uh, she holds a grudge in a very peculiar way. So you are not a fan of her and she is especially not a fan of you. So, uh, you can't really see much, uh, much of what she looks like right now because, a large part of her is still in the water. Uh, but uh, from what you can see, uh, she is uh, she has long green hair, just absolutely matted and wet against her right now. And uh, she doesn't seem to be terribly bothered by the fact that she is in literally freezing cold water. So, uh, Des, what would you like to do? Okay, Des yells out, Get away from him! And she raises her hands and casts Mel Helpy to try to separate her from Albion. Okay, uh, so what is, is this a maneuver that you're doing? It's one of my roped spells for block. Oh, it puts a, it puts a block. Okay, so you're giving Albion uh, a defense, a block. Okay, mm -hmm. I like it. So roll to control. Which is what, discipline? Yes. Okay, uh, three. Okay, uh, what is the what is the target that you're going for? How many shifts does this one require? Uh, four. And so I'll tag. You can either tag an aspect or you can take the uh, or you can take the one point of backlash or the one point of fallout. Um, I'll take a I'll take a backlash. Okay. Mark one physical stress and you're able to control the spell at full four shifts. Okay. Yes, and a mental. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I assume that's your turn? Yes. Ro, you've never seen this person before, or this fairy before, and uh, all you know is that she's attempting to drown Albion. Albion has pulled out his gun, and also, actually, before you know any of that, roll alertness. Target two. All right. That's a three. Okay, you do know all of that. I was not acting prematurely. <laughs> I'm a good GM. So, yeah, um, you are, bud. Hooray for me. Pat myself right on the back. Do you take okay. that horn and you toot it, buddy? <laughs> that was my horn. I tooted it. <clears throat> so, yes, you, you can clearly make out that this is going on. You have no idea who... She is, though. Um, no one's actually said her name at this point, if I remember correctly. 
right. and all you know is that she has tried to strangle your buddy Albion. And so they're like at the back of the boat, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to run towards them and try to push her off, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm going to, since you are, since you are in, uh, you're on a boat, so naturally it's not, uh, it's moving a little bit, especially because the, the wind has picked up for sure, so the boat is not, uh, on perfectly still water at the moment. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll to sprint. And given the conditions, I'm gonna say that that's uh, an athletics of two that you need to clear. All right. That's a one. Okay. So uh, with that result, you won't be able to uh, get there and actually do anything this round. You'll be... Oh, wait a minute. Um, don't you have uh, a supernatural speed ability? I have uh, inhuman speed, yes. And isn't one of the features of that that you don't have an issue with um, a difficult terrain when you're trying to sprint? Uh, maybe? I don't know. Well, let me take out this handy book that I have right here. I should, you know, probably know what I'm capable of doing, huh? I feel like that would be useful, yes. Um, whenever moving as part of another physical activity... You may move one zone without taking the minus one penalty for a supplemental action. Uh, so also all of your athletics checks are made at a plus one, including dodging. When sprinting, this bonus is increased to plus two. Okay, so... So you have a plus two bonus to athletics when you are sprinting. And uh, difficulty, f uh, so when you are moving as part of another physical activity, you can move one zone without taking the minus one penalty for supplemental action, so you can move and do stuff easier. So I guess you actually did clear the uh, the scene tag difficulty with your inhuman speed bonus. Yeah, so I'm going to run and do a, a big push. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this sounds like you are initiating a might contest, are you not? That is what I am doing. All right, let's do it. You are notoriously good at might. Small baby yeah. does a big push. So am I rolling to a certain number? No, you're just rolling. It's a contest. Oh. And I roll to defend. That's a three. Holy crap. Excuse me. Well, what's fun is I rolled uh, on my dice minus three. So... With her native might, uh, it's definitely going to go below the thing you rolled. So you have won this might contest to shove her off of Albion. Aha! So that has happened. Uh, you can hear you can hear amidst the the wind that's picked up and uh, uh, the other noise of the storm around you. Uh, a pretty significant just spoosh as she uh, is knocked back into the water uh, and uh, a bit of muffled cur uh, cursing that gets cut off as she's uh, you know flung back into the water and hops back out um Sylvester what's up uh, I'm a caker 
<laughs> she is currently in the water, unfortunately. Oh, she said she jumped out. <laughs> um, no, she she was grappling and trying to choke Albion, but um, multiple factors intervened, and she got kind of knocked back into the water. All right. Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot I can do except like go over there, see what the fuck so is going on. You- you are also uh, up towards the front of the boat, which does contain a very confused person who is trying to navigate this boat and steer it through a sudden squall. Um, you may also remember from one of your previous encounters with uh, actually, I think it was right before you encountered this this uh, particular Nixie that normal folk aren't supposed to know about monsters. Oh, yeah. So. I'm just going to put that, uh, just remind you of that, and then you can do with that information what you choose, what you please, whether you choose to act on that or not. All right, let me talk to the captain, and I guess see if I can help him out with whatever is going on with the squall. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, that's that sounds good. Uh, if you want to try to assist him, I think that that would be that would be good. So I'm gonna set. A, I'm going to set a bar for making... Actually, given the way that you're trying to help him, I'm going to say, why don't you roll uh, a deceit to see if you can try to point out things that are wholly unrelated to the commotion in the back. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, let's say, a target three, because actually... Yeah, let's go. Let's go with a three, but there is a scene tag that you can choose to pretty freely tag uh, of you know the the weather uh, being a distraction enough. Uh, it's like a minus one. And what is your native deceit score? Like zero. Uh oh. Well, if you want to tag use an all aspect, my fate points, sure, why not? <laughs> Yeah, use <laughs> how many of those do you have stored up right now? Seven. Oh, so yeah. Why don't you just blow one of those real quick? So like four. <laughs> what you what you need to do is ultimately you need to get to a three. You have the scene tag of the 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 weather being as difficult as it is, which I think you can get a free tag on that this first time. That would bring your challenge down to one. So okay. right so. now you're only, yeah, you're only two short. Okay, so I'll spend two. Uh, no, I mean two, you're two shifts short, and each of your uh, aspect tags gets you two points, so. Oh. Uh, which one of those aspects of yours are you going to tag to try to distract this dude? Uh, hmm. I guess life is just a ride. Because um, this is a ride. And life sucks <laughs> right now because it's a goddamn blizzard. <laughs> life is just a ride. I, I like this. Uh, I like it. So, yeah, you're trying to just, like, no, focus on this. Like, my friend's got him. So, we're good. Uh, okay, so you're trying to keep him oriented on just, like, steering the boat correctly and getting, yeah. getting that all sorted. Okay. Uh... We get to the top of initiative, and uh, we have we have Rowan, <clears throat> who has uh, who who was pretty forcibly shoved into the water, uh, and she is 
looking fairly cowed by Albion's display of um, his marked by power uh, that he has Odin looking out for him and that he's done something pretty cool. I don't think you had Gugnir the last time you fought her, did you? No, she's never seen me with it before. Yeah, so this is a change. This is definitely different. Um, so she uh, she looks at you uh, and is is quite taken aback by uh, your your presence there. Um, she's quite upset with you, Roe, for you know daring to push her like that. But um, she might have bigger fish to fry. No pun intended. So, um, her, her, her beautiful face just sours and she snarls with two sharp teeth and, uh, says, when did you get that thing? Not long after the last time we tussled. See, things have changed. The status quo has been irreparably fucked. For you in particular. Okay, um, so I'm going to have her make some rolls now, and uh, you are going to have to roll against something, but she has to do two quick rolls. So first one. Uh, yeah, so first things first is I need you to do a quick alertness. All right, and that is a... It's only a plus one, but my alertness is three, so that's a four. What am I trying to beat? Um, You are trying to beat a, uh, a two because she was trying to distract you uh, with, with conversation and then try to jump and do something at you, so you're not caught unaware, so you have completely even rolls against the athletics that you need to roll against now. All right, that is a plus two. That's a four athletics. Uh, okay. Well, since she is in the water and is technically swimming, she actually beats you by two. She is attempting to steal the weapon from your hand. Oh, shit. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, man. This fate point that I gained for this is it was is quickly turning into just me burning all of them. That's, All right. Um, I mean, you can let this happen. Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot something. What? Um, as she is diving it, she is uh, just possessed by something and just like snarls and reaches and tries to wrest Gugnir from your hands. And as she does, uh, as she does, she it seems like she's moving too fast for you to stop her from doing this. And then a bunch of ghastly hands just snag her and intercept her on her way there because Desdemona's Whoa. block was plus four. Oh yeah, that's right. Thanks, Des. So, uh, as that happens, she, uh, you know, jerks her hand back with a frightened howl. Um, and, uh, is not pleased at all with her current situation. Uh, but she is, that's all that she can do on that. And she seems to just sort of have, uh, have been blocked from her intended course of action. And she just 
she she okay i want you to make a quick empathy roll albion against this because this is kind of significant that is a plus three okay the last couple of times that you have encountered her uh she has just been angry with your existence and your your continued failure to be dead um this time it looks like the the thing that she just tried to do and her response to her failure is very much uh it seems like she's maybe driven by fear all right i was planning to shoot her through the head i just hold up the gun and i'm just like rowan the hell's going on here last time we fought, this was about spite and pride, but right now you look mighty fucking scared to me. And it ain't just me you're scared of, is it? The hell's going on? I feel like that is another, uh, another attempt to do something, isn't it? Like, that's, that's another, um, I'd say that's another social move, a maneuver, like, attack on her. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do report, I'm gonna tag the two, um, how many, um, did you have to take consequences? She took a mild and a severe. All right. I'm going to tag both of those. So that's like what? Plus plus what? Uh, fucking eight. All right. Cool. So, yeah, that's I'm going to tag both of them and roll my rapport. And that is a plus two. So that's four. So that's going to be a rapport 12. Um, Okay. cool. So she is immediately taken out of this scene Um. Uh, because she's not willing to take an extreme social consequence in this particular instance, but uh, she is going to, uh, because of that, it's it's allowing you to, the game is allowing you to dictate the manner in which she is taken out of the scene, and then I get to roleplay that. I think she's going to notice the fact that I had a chance to finish her right here, right now with the, with how much I'd shaken her and the fact that I have a gun with Odin's power currently pulsing through it. And instead I offered a hand of, I would say mercy and arguably empathy to her. And I think she might actually be willing to tell me what she's so scared of and maybe not, and maybe not walk out of this with us fighting each other. So your suggestion for her being taken out of the scene is that, um, she is going to be intimidated and report in uh, intimidated and talked into actually talking this one out instead of yeah. uh, running away or continuing to fight. Yeah, she's. I'm just gonna say she's gonna glamour's on in the boat and she's gonna talk to me. Um, uh, well, you don't get that full level of uh, dictation over how it happens. You give me a general and I get to give you the specifics. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> so. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, she, she just sort of continues to swim in the water behind the friendship as it is, you know, working in doing its best to maintain, uh, an even keel and, uh, you know, stay upright in the harsh weather. Um, I'm going to say that she does actually initiate conversation with you. Uh, briefly, uh, and, you know, noting that you are not actively trying to kill her for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. 
and Rowan looks to you and is still like she's still obviously very angry like that has not changed the fact that you're alive still pisses her off to no end um but the dynamic of the, your relationship has clearly changed so she she looks at you and snarls and says the first time we met you were just some sneaky little bitch who got away from me and then the other times we've met you just you relied on your little friends for help this time what the hell what the hell happened to you where did you get that i i know who that belongs to it was a gift huh i see well <clears throat> you want to keep doing this we can keep doing this your way and you're you're gonna end up dead like everything else that's come at me. Or you can tell me what the fuck's going on. And who knows? Maybe this can end some way else. I'm tired of this game. I'm tired of you coming after me. I'm tired of you fucking around with the mortals around me. I just want this done, man. I don't know last time I said next time I saw you I'd kill you, but I don't want to have to, I'll be honest. Uh, she, she visibly chafes at your, uh, your suggestion of peaceful resolution. Uh, and she just says, I am a hunter and you are my prey. Prey does not get to set terms of when the hunt is done. You want to know one of the other names for the Allfather? The Great Hunter. You want to keep at this? Well, now that you have challenged me... At this point, the dynamic... At this point, the dynamic has changed. You're right. It's changed. I'm the fucking hunter now. And I'm telling you, I don't need you to be my prey. I don't want that. But if you want it to end that way, I swear by the All-Father, I will not miss. Well, uh, with that, she shoots daggers out of her eyes at you and uh, she proceeds to uh, turn and swim away into the Champlain and you can make out various shapes uh, that are sort of diving under the water around her. It looks like she had definitely brought some Shelly Cobbs, which are big crab monster fairies, along with her to try to uh, ambush you. And things shook out a certain way a little too quickly. So she just seems to have recalled those and the whole encounter uh, is done. Well, that's a lot less to explain to the captain. Are you okay? I'm fine. Thanks to you. Thanks for the assist there, guys. That, uh, that was very timely. Oh, of course. Uh, from up at the front of the boat, Sylvester, you can see that the squall is actually starting to break. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, uh, I know that, hey, I've, I've been riding this, I've been driving this boat on, on the water for a while, and I know that squalls will come up sometimes, but never that quick, and they don't get, they don't get broken up that quick either. It's been weird well, around been here. Kind of well, like you know, climate kind of change, man. That's weird. You're at the back of the boat. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, Alvin you know. just yells, climate change. <laughs> <But> Alvin just yells, <laughs> climate change, man, it's weird. <laughs> 2020. Uh, yeah, man, weather's just been fucking freaky as of late. Uh, yeah. What with the storm dredged up that boat from the bottom? Seriously? I don't know what the hell that was about. Well, okay. I, look, man, I know that you're out for some sort of late night party cruise, but uh, if they're going to come up that quick, we may need to head back in to shore. Can I pay him to not do that? <laughs> well... Money! Money solves our problems. Money talks is one of the trappings of the resources skill, so you can, in fact, attempt to bribe him to uh, to stay out on the water uh, a little longer. I am going to need you to give me that pitch and then roll your resources, and I may modify it based on your pitch. All right. It's a three. All right. Give me a... And my resources is a two. Oh, wow. You rolled plus three? Yeah, three pluses and a minus. Oh, that's actually plus two. Oh, sorry. So a four, then? That's that's a really solid roll. That's probably going to be convincing. Uh, give me give me your uh, your your words that you're using to convince him. All right, look, man, I know shit's kind of freaky weather-wise and stuff, but it's... Look, I'm at the university. It's really important for this uh, research paper that we're doing. Thesis, if you will. And um, I will give you, like, $100. (laughs) (laughs) If you basically just stay out here for, like, a little while longer. Is Is this university grant money? Yes. Oh, shit, then you do have that. Well, I haven't had a lot of business lately. And... <sighs> hey, I mean, what are the odds it's going to whip up like that again, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we can be back to the we can be back to the dock in minutes, I I guess. Well, <sighs> I do need to put food on the table. So, all right. If it's university money that you're sending my way, I guess I uh, won't say no. Groovy. I am going to grease his palms with for $100. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, this is definitely way more than he was making to take you out in the first place. So uh, good job. Um, awesome. Hey, beautiful. Here's a freshly baked plate of cookies for you. Welcome to our mid-roll. I would love to give a big thank you to all of you, our wonderful listeners. You make this all the more fun to be part of, and I'm so glad that we can share what we've made with you all. In this week's episode, we have the return of our Captain Rodriguez, named after friend of the show, Nico, from A Fool's Quest. We also have our Nixie, named after Rowan Bristol, who has been involved with the Burnham Society podcast, as well as the Otherworld Theater, which is Chicago's only sci-fi and fantasy theater. They do stuff online now. Check it out. This episode has been brought to you by Chewy.com. Chewy is a leading online resource for pet supplies of all kinds. 
They offer an auto-ship program that allows you to schedule regular deliveries to your home, so if you're like me and can't leave your house without your pet absolutely freaking out, Chewy has you covered. They have their customer service lines open 24-7 should you have any questions, or if you just need a good recommendation for a toy that will get your partner's rat to love you. Just visit bit.ly slash ChewyPPN to save 30% off your first auto-ship order. Spoil your pets and tell them I love them. A huge thanks this week to Brendan Batty for soundtrack assistance, as well as a huge thanks to William Blake for assistance with editing. You're both superheroes and we love you. Thank you, as always, to the Pocket Podcast Network that houses wonderful shows like The Ghoul Tank, Them's the Facts, and a brand new show called Cult Classics. If you'd like to have our fantastic GM or any of my cast members say your words for you, Buy a pocket note and have Darius admit that he really does love us. Or have Mike tell your family you think you want to be a professional juggler. You can do all that and more at pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocketnotes. If you think we're funny or just want to see more of us, make sure to check out our social media pages on Twitter and Facebook at GMMcast. We rely on word of mouth for advertising, so if you hear something you like, tweet at us using the hashtag GMMcast. We all love seeing what you have to say about the show. We've been hosting weekly Jackbox games on our Discord server, so if you ever want to play some games with us or just tune in and share how you feel about the Star Wars Christmas special, we'd be more than happy to have you. Before the music plays me out, I just want to thank the listeners again for being so wonderful and so supportive of the show. We put a lot of hard work into the show, and it's been amazing to see just how many people have fallen in love with all of the characters like I have. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and you have a great day. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid. So, you have a captain who's been convinced to stay out a little longer, not much longer, but a little longer, and you have, uh... You have, uh, the three of you in the back there have dealt with the Rowan situation, so, uh, how do you all proceed with your, your mission? Stay the corpse. Albion's honestly gonna kind of brood for a bit. Not because, you know, he's a goth kid. But, um, because he's, <laughs> he's actually genuinely a little worried about, uh, Rowan. He's never seen her scared before. And he's not... Was it him that she was scared of, or was it failure she was scared of? Because something else. Um, you couldn't necessarily tell uh you couldn't necessarily tell uh because you were doing a quick empathy read in the middle of what was functionally combat so all you know is that um she was just trying to get that gun away from you as quickly as possible and obviously your gun is your symbol of your connection to odin so you don't you you can't necessarily get a deeper insight onto that. You just know that she was uh, pretty afraid.
All right. Yeah, I'm gonna... Um, I'm... If it's me she's scared of, good. If it's something else threatening her, I'm actually a little bit worried. So Albion's just gonna, gonna be a little troubled about that. Okay. Um, what are the two ladies doing? It's, it's, it's hard for him not to still see the human part of her that he saw when they first fought. Rose just vibing. Uh, Desdemona's gonna go to the cooler and open up a a ginger peach kombucha for herself. (laughs) You goddamn hipster. And then she's going to do maybe a psychic check to see if she can sense an entrance to where they are trying to get to. Oh, okay. So kombucha adds just... plus one to anything psychic, <laughs> yeah. as <Obviously>. we know. <laughs> of course she drinks kombucha. Come on, it's delicious. Is it, though? It's the tea drinker soda. Is it? It's crystal. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, I'm a tea drinker, and I love act- tea, but I also <laughs> drink a shitload of Surge. Trust me, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, you know what? Yeah, join roll... the the booch club. <laughs> oh God, no, thank you. Um, roll, uh, roll your lore to extend your supernatural senses. I'm gonna go with a three as your target. Okay, easily beaten. Uh, okay, yeah. So you have beaten the base challenge by enough that I'm gonna say you significantly succeed. Uh, yeah, you can see along the shore. Um. Since it's everything is, you know, it's dark out, you can still make out uh, the silhouette of the building that is, you know, the Morin Municipal Plant or the former Morin Municipal Plant, uh, especially since there is a Coast Guard station right nearby. And, you know, that's that shedding some light and the various other buildings around that you can recognize. Yeah. So you can definitely tell that that dark silhouette there is uh, the foreign. I'm sorry is where you're looking to go and uh you you get the sense of uh an entryway that uh, you get a sense of some kind of uh magical veil uh where uh, where the water would sort of run underneath into the pilings of the building uh you can sense that there's a little bit of something there that is deliberately obscuring it and making it look non-suspicious. Okay, cool. She's going to go to Albion. So, Albion, my friend, do you remember the last time we were here and I asked you a question about veils and there yep. was no veil? You need to so, check well, out something with my, with my special eyes? I sense that. I sense this. There actually is a veil where the entrance from the water would be to there. I swear. I swear it's real this time. If you threw billy clubs, something would happen. All right. Probably. I mean, I don't have one handy. We're we're on a boat. And I was not expecting a fight. Clearly, I should have been, but. Shut up. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the gander. I'm just going to roll a straight alertness first and see if I even need to use the site. Okay. This is a score I have that's pretty good. That is a plus three on my roll, so that is a six. What the hell is with your rolls tonight, guys? <laughs> Magic <laughs> dice. Magic dice. All right. 
Well, um, so you, based on the same sort of uh, location, uh, the same sort of uh, triangulation that Desdemona did, you can tell where you're supposed to be looking. And uh, it's very difficult because it is dark. Uh, It is, you know, pitch black. Uh, but right there. <laughs> okay, right Clint. There. Thanks, Clint. <laughs> um, so you you can. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Uh, even with the the tag of it being so dark, uh, you are able to spot that that uh, there's a point on the shore uh, that looks like there would be like a bit of a break in the rocks, like water passing under. Um, yeah, you, you know how you've seen that on like various buildings and such uh, that are right on the shore where uh, it looks like there's a, a bit of a rock line and the water line is a little below that. Yep. So that's basically what you're seeing over there. Uh, and y- you can tell that there's something off about it, but you can't really determine what just because it's so dark. All right. Gonna open up my third eye. Okay. Uh, you open up the site with your third eye. Cue the music. And you are surprised to see something beyond what you had initially seen. Um, you were expecting to see sort of an opening down there uh, into the passage under. And you do like you do see the configuration of of things is different from what it appears to be to um, everyone's everyone's eyes in the real world. However, you also see a just fabulous and unbelievably bright uh, just sort of stream coming from that location as well, and. Um, something about that particular stream seems, you can't totally determine what it is just from a cursory glance, uh, but there's something about it that seems like it requires further thought or investigation because something doesn't seem quite right about that. There's something you're expecting to see and you're not seeing it and you don't know what that is yet. So... We're going to roll for mental damage. The intensity of what you're seeing, I'm going to judge, is a six. Oh, Jesus. That's... Hey, Michael, remember how you said we were rolling really well? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's a two. I didn't roll well. So I'm going to be taking four mental stress. Okay. It's going to check off all my boxes. No, it's only going to check off the fourth. Oh, yeah, it's going to check off the fourth box. Okay. So now to try to understand what you're seeing is a lore roll of the same, and you are going to have to suffer another round. Hey, Mike, remember how you said we were rolling really well tonight? Yeah. Four pluses. That's a six. (laughs) Okay. I knew you were doing a bait and switch on me. You can't. (laughs) Ha ha, clever. Never switch a switcher. Uh, Okay, so you are looking at a ley line, bare and naked. These are kind of important. <laughs> and well, shit. yeah, if you consider, let's say, a ley line to be like a river, then the way that it is flowing does not seem natural. 
And that is a pretty confusing thought to have about something like that. Uh, you may now remember when you saw uh, Champ with the site that Champ seemed to be kind of hanging off of that ley line and just tapping it for, for power. So make me another discipline roll and you're still looking at the same thing, I think. So that's another target six. Okay, that is a plus three this time. So that is a four. Okay. And, um, all right, I'm gonna, gonna tag an aspect to break that. Or you can take I, mental I, damage and try to look somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna do that then. I'm gonna check off my two box and I'm gonna just look away. Where are you looking? At Des. Oh, goodness. Oh, Oh, right. No, sorry. At row. <laughs> <laughs> Not making that mistake twice. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so you look at Rosetta Common with the site. And um, this is this is the person in the group that you, I guess, arguably know the least. Um, but... Uh, you look at Rosetta Common in the site, and where she is standing, you, it looks like there are two people that are occupying that same space. One of them is just Row, just the Row that you have come to know uh, over the past couple months, really, and only occasionally. But the other person in that space also looks like Row, but not the Row that you're familiar with. It's kind of like in a dream when you see a person and you know that that person is a person you know in real life, but they don't look the same. And you can tell that the person that is occupying that space is Fey of some kind. And you're not sure what kind of Fey in particular not a Nixie for sure, because you have just bothered, you've just encountered one of those, but perhaps something else. So I'm going to have you make me a discipline of three to be able to close the site. That's way easier. And also, uh, that is a, that's a three total. Okay, so you may now safely close the site without, uh, and you don't have to keep it open anymore, and you can make yourself a uh, lore check to try to understand what you're seeing. Um, okay, that is a neutral, that is just a two. Okay, so you can't get any additional information off of that, so the the image doesn't really seem to make enough sense to you, what you're looking at. I mean, I know that it means that Rose is a changeling, I just don't know what kind. So, I mean, you can infer that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. But you can't, you, you definitely can't get any actual concrete understanding off of that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't need aspects or anything. All right. So, you have just looked at a ley line, the flow of which seems not quite right. All right. And it's coming, f and it seems like it is going through uh, where you are actually trying to get to. I explain that. Great. Do you want me to actually roleplay that out? 
No, I think people can just react. Is that going to complicate things? I mean, it might. It means they're up to something in there. If they're tapping into a raw ley line, that seems wrong. Like, something's up with that freaking ley line. It don't look right. Do you think that they created a ley line somehow? That's more of a question for Warden Beaumont than it is for me, but I don't want to rule it out as a possibility. Then again, I ain't no expert. What would you say uh, that you that Albion actually does know about the sort of magical lattice and like energy system that makes up uh, the world's ley lines? Um, mostly what he was told by his um, fellows in the Noctis. Um, so I would say, like, you know that they exist and you know that they are like a magical version of like a, a magnetic field, I guess, around yeah. the world. But like no real specifics other than just the the basis understanding of it exists and magic goes through it. Well, yeah. we saw Champ using those ley lines like a wizard, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it, I mean, a confluence of ley lines is definitely something, you know, it's significant. It's a place that's it's more uh, powerful than maybe other places. And being able to tap into the energy of a ley line would be uh, pretty significant. Does this change the plan at all, Albion? As far as I can tell, not really. We just gotta be, gotta keep our eyes up. So how do we proceed from here, then? Well, we find a way through that there door. Ro, do you know anything about removing veils? Uh, not really, but I could try to do the opposite of what I do. Could be worth a shot. Might be helpful. Yeah, uh, can I, can I do that? Well, I will say that you as a character uh, with a character sheet do have access to some fairy magic. Uh, you'll actually have to remind me, is it summer or winter that you have? Uh, one second. Uh, summer. Okay. So you do have a little bit of access to summer magic. Um, you don't know how much because you have to your knowledge, never actually tapped into that beyond your veiling ability, which is just kind of uh, a special thing inherent to you that you, you don't understand either mm -hmm. where that really comes from other than your fey heritage. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. But uh, you, the player, know that you have access to some summer magic. You, as the character of Roe, don't necessarily know how to control that, but you can definitely give it a try if you want. Um, it'll be just kind of like, it's basically like trying to use the force uh, because like, you know, the force exists and you know that you have some sensitivity to it and you're just trying to figure out a new way to use it that you don't know yet. Okay. That's the best analogy I can do. So, uh, yeah, so I am going to say that to do what you need to do is going to require uh, four shifts of success. So you are going to need to conjure up four shifts of power, and that takes 
uh, conviction. Okay. Well, this uh, this will be fun. So that is a three, and I'm going to tag an aspect. Okay. And I'm gonna go with the my high concept of half manic, half pixie thief girl, because I am kind of magic. So I should be able to, you know, <laughs> do kind of magic. Uh, I thought you were going to say, I am kind of magical, and I was going to say, the fan base agrees. Aww. Yeah, Rhoda's is a magical girl transformation and is now Sailor Moon. <gasps> Certain elements <laughs> of our fan base are extremely Sailor excited. Row. Sailor Row. All right. So, um, okay, great. You have... Uh, you have conjured up the raw energy to do what you need to do. Now you need to control that. Um, I'm going to say in this case that it's going to be a discipline role because you are not familiar with enough with what you're doing for me to justify it being deceit like with veils. Mm -hmm. So uh, go for a discipline role to control what you're doing. Okay. That's a two. Okay, so um, I am going to suggest in this case that you accept the... Uh, if you go for Fallout, you won't actually be able to do what you're trying to do. It won't be... Uh, it won't effectively do what you're attempting to do. If you take the Backlash, which is a two physical stress penalty... Uh, to you, you, uh, two physical stress hit to effectively control what you're trying to do, and I think it would represent that that strain of you really trying to do something that you haven't ever physically done before. Yeah, I will take the two stress. Okay, so you are concentrating on this action. You know that there's some sort of veil over there uh you you have an idea of where you're trying to to see and what you're functionally doing is calling upon the power of summer to shine light onto the shadow of something hidden and therefore remove that shadow from from the world by uh enlightening the area so you you don't necessarily understand that on an explicit level but on an implicit level this is what you're attempting to do and to conjure that power is a real struggle and to control this idea of what you're doing since you're doing it sort of instinctually um it's tough and everyone can see roe physically strain uh, to to do what she's doing, but with a bit of a shimmer, uh, as if from, I would say moonlight because it's you know it's nighttime, but it almost seems more. We told like, you she's the one called Sailor Moon. <laughs> it fighting evil by moonlight. <laughs> the the area there, uh, it glisters with a sort of shimmering sunlight reflection off of water and the veil that had obscured 
the piling seems to be uh, gone. So you can clearly see that the rock line is actually higher than what it appeared to be previously. Oh, and Ro. Mm -hmm. I am going to have you make a roll right now, and we're going to make this a discipline roll, and we're going to call it a... This is the first time you've ever tapped into this, so I'm going to say that this is for the first time only, uh, and if you tap into this in the future, it's not going to be as hard. I'm going to call this a discipline, too. Okay. So... That's a one. Do do I tag an aspect to not have to make that choice right now? If you do not take, <laughs> if you do not uh, tag an aspect, you will be compelled by the GM to make the choice. Okay, so I'm gonna tag an aspect, and it's going to be. Please choose magic isn't real, idiot. Please choose magic isn't real, idiot. <laughs> well, it's mo monsters aren't real, idiot. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Because I, okay. yeah. Um, Ro doesn't. Because you're not a monster? <laughs> yeah, Ro's not a monster. She doesn't know what she is. And that's going to be something that after this whole thing, she's got to deal with. But like, she thinks she's Tell human. Tell your therapist. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, you could. True, Cagney's just the team therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Albion, how were you paying for those therapy sessions? I, I had to pay for those? I was paying that for That was a them. joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that is what has occurred, and Ro has not been compelled to make the change right now. Ooh. So I will say... Uh, that with that that little bit of of a glow around that, you know, kind of cut through the darkness of, well, midnight. And it looks like it, it's hard to tell from the distance uh, that perhaps it is still not tall enough for the boat you're on to go under it, especially because it actually has um you know rigging and such that clearly would not go under so does this imply that we have to come back with paddle boats as we suggested last week <laughs> yep i'm not saying anything <laughs> well we're not paying this guy to take us in there because that's going to be a lot to explain and we also won't fit in there so i think paddle boats is the option unless you guys get a better idea no, it's going to be paddle boats, <laughs> because this was the recon mission, remember? We weren't going to try to get in. I I have a small question about the friendship. Sure. What kind of boat are we talking about? What size? How big? Well, if you want actual dimensions, you're going to have to give me a sec. Boat <laughs> size. Well, my question is, is this the kind of boat that warrants... A lifeboat on it. Um, so this is a schooner, and no, this Just is. Just checking. Yeah, so this is this is a schooner that has actual sails on it. Uh, you know those two triangle sails in the front that look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
so it's it's very much low to the water, uh, but like low enough to the water where a Nixie could come up and attempt to d- grab you and drag you in. Uh, but it has it does not have lifeboats because it just can't fit them even a little bit. And it, it has um, it does have life preservers on it because it's not expected to have enough people to necessitate lifeboats. Uh, like okay. you can't you can't reasonably put a dozen people on this thing. Just checking. Of course. No further questions. Paddleboat <laughs> it is. I love this idea that you are going to take paddle boats past a national guard station in the dead of winter. Well, if we hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on a date. <laughs> <laughs> yes a double date on lake champlain in paddle boats uh in mid-january we do yeah. yeah not the kind of drunk that gets us arrested but we drunk it's polar. yeah i was gonna say that actually makes it worse if oh. it's the, the coast guard come in to to say hi what's up and you're drunk because it's now you're doing bear like boating club obviously i mean come just... on guys <laughs> So, Jesus, like, is this what, the first time you've had a lot of We need a better plan, obviously. Oh, wow. Damn. Gonna Michael, the GM is telling us your plan is shitty, so we need a new one. I just told you the new plan for the Polar Bear Boating Club. I, I think a, a boating <laughs> club. I notice that by the time they get back here, that their veil has been taken down. Yeah, um, you don't know. You don't know. Well, okay. Sylvester is a teacher. We could just do the whole, this is a class excuse again, but we're a a marine bio class. You're my aides. Rose an intern. We pay her an ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, Um, get ice cream. You would know at this point, you've spent enough time in Burlington to know that the appropriate term is creamies. Yes. Oh, maple creamies. Those are so good. I don't feel comfortable saying that. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Say creamy. Say it. Say it. Say it. Because it sounds like I'm creamy. Because it sounds like I It sounds like I have to say baby get creamies, and that sounds really (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) No. No, creamies is just the local way of saying soft serve. I hate it. I know. (laughs) Maple creamies are delicious. I had one. It's really good. So it's real good. Vermont maple. Can we you please? Know, I think that Desdemona is the only one who would call them a creamy anyway. I mean, she's the only yeah. one here from Burlington. All right. So uh, I have a question. Do you take those with jimmies? <laughs> They're sprinkles. They're never jimmies. <laughs> You're from Rhode Island. <laughs> Yeah, codename Kids Next Door, only the delightful children call them Jimmies. <laughs> because they're creepy little dorks. <laughs> also, ow. Also, like, you don't put sprinkles on good ice cream, that's what number five taught me. <laughs> True. Oof. Harsh. And she was the best. Oof, harsh. She was the best. Alright. So, well. we're going to need a smaller boat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we're ending our episode? (laughs) All right, pack it up.
I am curious, where is every where is the each character? Where are your heads at re getting into this place? Um round table. I just want to I don't really care. I just want to get in. <laughs> I'm not the one who makes the plans. So Albion's getting impatient. Uh, where's Desdemona's head? She would like to get in there. She feels prepared currently because she has that flash bomb that Warden Beaumont gave her. Okay. Where is Roe at regarding getting into this place? So I think Roe's actually having some doubts about how we're going to get in. Like, she's almost starting to think splitting up might be a good way to go. Like, some of us go in a boat and some go the, the original way we went in. But I, I'm not sure yet. And uh, Sylvester, where's your head at? I mean, I wanted to kick the fairy in the head, but then we didn't get to do that. So now I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, I guess we need a smaller boat, schooner, or I guess, well, I suggested scuba gear, but then the weather's, the water's too cold for that, so that wouldn't work. Well, um, Unless they make hey. scuba gear that's like for sub-zero temperature. Hey, Gwen. Hmm? I have a question for you. Okay. Um, you have just tapped into the magic of the summer court of the fairies. Oh. Okay. How? Okay. I am going to offer you a fate point right now to go uh, to attempt to go in there by yourself and sort of trust in your own fairy magic to uh, to keep you warm as you do. So just like swim over there? I mean, obviously, you'll want to get a lot closer. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. So I, I'm i going to give you a fate point if you take the initiative to go separately from the rest of the group and attempt to go in there by yourself. Yeah, works. I think Rose going to convince the, the captain to get closer and just jump in the water then. I'm going to need you to actually do some convincing. So okay. you may need to be rolling a deceit here. All right. Let me... Uh, do we have the name of the captain? No, um, he's just the captain. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that he is one Captain Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, ca- Captain Captain Roddy, can I uh, have you do me a favor real quick? Oh, I asked you not to call me that. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm uh new to this whole uh, first mate thing. Um, could we get a little bit closer over? Like, down to that right area? I thought I saw something in the water that, uh, looked interesting. For your study for the university? Yes. That's right. Okay, uh, over by the, over by the Coast Guard. Yeah, a little, a little further past that, yeah. I'm, like, pointing to the area that I want him to go that's close but not obvious to, like, Go over there. Okay, make me a deceit roll. All right. That's a five. Cool. He rolled bad. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to give the Coast Guard a wide berth for what might be obvious reasons. And uh, by the way, you're not my first mate. 
and um, I will. I appreciate that you are funding this expedition so generously. He looks pointedly at Sylvester, but uh, I can only give you a couple minutes over there because I don't know if I have no idea what kind of questions are going to be asked of us if we stay out on the water too long. No, that's totally fine. It'll be just a real quick thing. I got to make sure that I have all the information that we need down for our uh, big project. Okay. Well, I suppose that's reasonable enough. And Captain Rodriguez pilots the friendship over to the general area where you are. It's still, there's still a little bit of distance between you and the the, the uh, access to the pilings. And as you get closer, he, you know, has uh, he has his lights on and just the lights pass over that area. He goes, huh, I always, uh, I always thought the rock line there was lower. That's weird. So um, maybe the maybe the tide's low. I don't know. That doesn't seem right. I'm going but, uh, to. Hey, we're we're here. So um, what uh, what was your name again? Uh, Rochelle. Oh, okay, uh, uh, Miss Miss Rochelle. Not a character. Uh, what, uh, what exactly was it that uh, you uh, you were looking for over here? Because I believe we've made it. I mean, so it's like a, a bird, but um, it, it's uh, the aquatic. Like they they go underwater, and um, actually, uh, Professor, you probably know the uh, whatever it's called. So in the, I'm basically trying to get Sylvester to distract this guy so I can. Get in the water. Okay. Um. So what this looks like to me is you are bullshitting this guy into talking to Sylvester to turn his back, and then you are just going to run and dive into the water and hope he doesn't notice. In thinking this through a little bit more, I think maybe if he is distracted and I lower myself quietly into the water, it would be less traumatizing than... This bitch just jumped off a boat in January. Maybe, like, it's just played off as, no, there was never a Rochelle here. What are you talking about, you crazy man? So you're just going to I am not equipped to do that. (laughs) Okay, so as Sylvester is making up some total hack bullshit, um, you quietly descend into the water and I am going to need you to make some very interesting rolls right now. I'm going to have you roll a conviction. And whatever you get for conviction on this roll is going to be what you use to boost your endurance rolls as you swim. Okay. That is a three on conviction. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, all right. So you are going to have a a plus three uh, that is going to be affecting your endurance as you're attempting to swim into there. Uh, great. So I will have you know that the way I'm running this is every time that you take damage from an endurance roll, that uh, bonus that you got is going to diminish by one each time. Okay. Because you are in freezing cold water. So, um, make me an... I'm going to say that you need to make endurance rolls 
uh, we're going to run this as basically a chase scene versus you freezing. So you have a specific uh, target of endurance rolls you need to get to in order to have uh, made your way into where you're trying to get to. And And Highway uh, Star cannot save you this time. No, um, unfortunately, the power of rock and roll will only take you so far, and it's Albion's power to call upon. Um, so you are attempting to swim and I'm going to have you make an endurance roll and you need to get in there. Uh, you need to make, Ooh, you need to make 20 shifts of success. Okay. And so this is going to be whatever I roll plus my endurance plus the three that I had on conviction. So, yes, what the special rules of this are that the conviction is going to offset the damage that you would be taking from this, but it's only based, uh, the progress you make is only based on the result of your might rolls. Okay. Yeah, it's hard, especially because you are untrained with the magic that you're trying to do. So I'm about to die, but okay. All right, so everyone... We're going to hold our breath as Ro makes some might rolls. I think Ro's the only one doing the breath holding, actually. Yeah. So the (laughs) first one is a four. Okay. So excellent. That's four shifts of success in your favor out of 20. So. Okay. And you do not take any endurance damage from that because that's seven over uh the target of five so excellent you uh you don't even feel the icy grip of the january water at the moment you you feel summer's warmth has sort of flooded through you and i mean this shit's going to be easier than you thought apparently make another might roll or sorry endurance that one is a two okay so you have succeeded in getting further, and since you met the requirement, you can actually feel the cold of the water now, and you can feel it surrounding you, but it's not penetrating and making you any colder, but you definitely know it's there. So make me another roll. That's a three. Okay. Oof, you are... You're actually doing it like you're getting there. So you seem you think that you're maybe halfway to where you need to go. And so far, you haven't felt the icy sting uh, actually like hurt you yet. Okay. Next one's another two. Okay. Pressing forward. Uh, you you get closer and closer to uh, this this almost cavernous maw. It's not actually cavernous, but it's dark, so it seems bigger. Roll again. Oh, I forgot how numbers work. <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> it's a bad time to forget how numbers work on endurance rolls. <laughs> that is a four. Okay. Um, excellent. I am going to... Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you an offer here. And you can take it if you want. Okay. So because you are really not necessarily trained in what you are attempting to do here, 
um, and this is just a really hard push that you're doing, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to give you a fate point for your control over the magic to start slipping as you're focusing on too many things at once um, because the water is not extremely calm. Uh, so every round from here on out, you are going to lose one point of your conviction bonus and that you will get a fate point if you accept that. If you don't accept that and want to give me a fate point, you are going to have to make the choice when you get out. I will take that fate point because otherwise I jumped in the water for nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Not make the choice. That's too harsh. But you'll have to uh, deliberately... Uh, fight against making the choice with another role. That would be way too harsh of a consequence. Yeah, I think I will, I'll take the fate point and make it a little bit harder. Okay. So on this one, you only have a plus two. Like, you feel that warmth start leaving you, and you know you have to hurry. So make me another endurance roll. That's a two. Okay. So, uh, you now have 17 shifts of success. You are inside this tunnel and uh your your sort of hope at the reaching where you need to go is starting to slip because you feel the cold press in on you even through that warmth of summer and you take one physical stress as you realize that the entrance into the pilings there's more to swim through there's there's ground that you still have to cover and it's further than you thought Okay. So one physical stress. All right. And roll again, this time with a plus one from your conviction. That's a three. Okay. So you managed to make all 20 shifts of success, and you still have that tiny last glimpse of summer's warmth inside of you, uh, trying to keep the cold at bay. You do take another one stress physical hit for uh, not meeting five, but you have made it all the way inside to where you're trying to go. Okay. And so with the physical, I now have the first and second slot covered. I go up to the third, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Just so I know how that works. Okay. So you make it inside uh, of this place that you have been once before. And as the last of summer's light drains from you, you just sort of crawl uh, onto the ground uh you know panting and struggling uh but fortunately it doesn't feel like you're in danger of hypothermia right now so you've made it inside uh but you've used up all of that magical power that you'd summoned so you are you feel a little worse for wear definitely a little weaker for the the struggle mm-hmm. um and you are inside of this location. And uh, inside with you is a particular figure that you have seen exactly once before. And the bedraggled and haggard looking young man uh, with the long, stringy, greasy hair turns to you and says uh, you uh, hey you were here last time were you that bitch that threw the spell at me because uh, if you were oh this is that is not good for you no i'm not 
Hi, I'm Rosetta. You were with her. You were with her then. Mm-hmm. I know. I... You came here to kill me, didn't you? No. Um, it's kind of a long story, but, uh... Wait, 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 wait. He starts to almost babble at you incoherently and then stops as he realizes something. Says, Ro, Zeth, Ro, Rosetta, Common? Uh, yeah. His eyes go wide and crazy. You are here to kill me. <laughs> no, no. I, th- I think you think I'm some from somewhere else. Can we just, like, talk? Absolutely not. Your father sent you here, and I am going to send his daughter back to him in a bag. Yeah, eating dinner right before recording and pounding it down so that you can get up here on time. Uh, It makes you kind of the burping monster, as Lin-Manuel Miranda would describe. Yeah, pounding it down. (laughs) Yeah, dude! (laughs) Grip and rip it. (laughs) Fuck yeah! Um... Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.